Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. And it came to pass, as she continued praying before the Lord, that Eli marked her mouth. Now Hannah, she spake in her heart, only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore Eli thought that she had been drunken, and Eli said unto her, How long wilt thou be drunken? Put away thy wine from thee. And Hannah answered and said, No, my lord, I am a woman of a sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but I have poured out my soul before the Lord. 1 Samuel chapter 1 verses 12 through 15 I find it amazing that one of the most influential prayers in scripture had no sound Hannah's heartbroken travailing prayer was a cry from her heart straight to God she made no sound but God heard This prayer was prayed with tears and aches and groans that could not be uttered. God not only answered this prayer, but did so above and beyond anything that she could have imagined. God gave her a son, and in that son did he give Israel a prophet, who gave Israel revival and the words of God and even the king that they had been seeking. These things had never even entered into Hannah's heart, that God had all of this in store. Yet was she mocked and ridiculed for her broken, silent, stammering prayer by the priest, no less, one who should have understood Yet was there such a deficit of true prayer in the church that hers seemed strange to them? Yet was it deemed pure and perfect by the God who heard it? In Romans chapter 8, verse 26, we read this, Likewise, the Holy Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groans which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. He knows the heart and what is in it. I find that to be one of the most comforting things in a moment of brokenness when there is no way to truly express what you are feeling or going through. When you dare not utter for fear of murmuring or complaining and all you know how to do is keep praising. He knows what your heart is saying. 
And the truth is this, my friend, is that he really does desire to give good gifts to his children. Yet does he want to bless more than just them with them? So no matter how deep the giving, we must be willing to give freely what we have been given. Just like Hannah did. God gave her a son and she gave him back to him. See, God knew her heart. He knew that she was willing to do this. So did he give her so much more than she expected in this gift that she was given? After all, it was both God's desire and in his best interest to do this. Why would he not give above and beyond and more abundantly when he knew it would be given right back to him? He just needed a willing vessel to channel the gift through. One who would cry out, one who would ask for it with all their heart. One humble and broken and selfless enough that he could trust to birth this promise and not hoard it for themselves but to release it, to do what they could not do themselves. Be it a child, a relationship, a gift, a revelation, an anointing, finances, salvations, revival, whatever you are praying for. It doesn't take a loud, elaborate, eloquent prayer to see it manifested. It takes a true desire, a faith that God can do it, a simple heartfelt cry, and a commitment to let God use it. You must know that if God freely gives it to you, you must freely give it also. For it is not your own, you only steward it. Therefore, be a good steward and make sure that it is used for God's purposes. And he will trust you with more than you can ever hope for or even imagine. He knows if you will do this or not. After all, he hears the heart. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 tells us this. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us, unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages and even the world without end. Amen. Nothing is too hard for him. The question is, can he trust you with the resources? O Lord, search our heart and see if there be any wicked way in me. And let me be willing to sit in the fire, to be the crucible, that vessel of clay that is put into the fire, that the contents within it might be purified and made fit for the master's use. Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 10 tells us this, I, the Lord, am the one who searches the heart. I try the reins, even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruits 
of his doing. I tell you this of a truth, that I have seen God use and trust and pour out his giftings on the most unlikely and unexpected vessels because he knew what was in the heart. Even in their frailties, their failures, and their mistakes, he heard their heartbreak for others. He saw their selflessness, their endurance, their battle in the prayer closet, the things that nobody else could see or hear, the cries that they could not utter, the groans that no words could uncover. He is a God that is just, that is good, that is kind. And no matter what you're going through, no matter how others look at you, he hears what's inside. Father, we thank you today for this reminder, this peace that it brings us, this comfort. That we don't even have to figure it all out. We just have to come and fall down before you and cry it out. Oh, Lord, that Hannah was willing to pour her heart out before you and not even make a sound. And yet you answered that prayer so profoundly that it brought revival to an entire nation and changed the course of history forever. Oh, how you love to give good gifts to your children above and beyond anything we could ever hope or imagine. It doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't have to. To be approved by men. Even the priests rejected her supplication. But you heard it. And responded with love, grace, and patience. And a gift that she was willing to give back in abundance. So Lord, in the areas of our life where you have come through. Where we needed you in our broken moments, to be comfort, to be strength, to be provision, whatever the situation, those things that you have freely given, let us be willing also to freely give them back to you for the use of others. Let us be charitable. Let us be kind. Let us be patient. Let us relay the revelation that you have imparted to us through our difficult seasons. Let us raise up our children in the service of the King. Let us give even our very lives. Because what you have freely given, we ought also to freely give. And we do know this, that we are nothing without your Holy Spirit. Without your forgiveness. Without your kindness that led us to repentance. And without your redemption. So, dear heart, the Lord would have you know today that in your trial and in your tribulation, in your discouragement, in your brokenness, in your exhaustion, in your lack of words or even energy to search for them, He hears your heart. He knows, and the answer is coming in a greater measure than you could ever have hoped to imagine. Therefore, Lord, we determine simply to praise you, 
to walk away today and do what Hannah did, to wash our face, to eat, to rejoice, to sing, and to be merry. For we have gotten a word from heaven that has replaced our heaviness with joy, our weeping with laughter, our sorrow with hope, our despair with a promise. And the best part is we don't even have to figure out how to make it happen because what you have decreed, you yourself will accomplish. We have to simply determine that when it comes to us, we will give it back to you, that you might use it for your kingdom and for your glory. In the loneliness, in the broken, in the grieving, in those things that remain unspoken deep within, with groans that cannot be uttered, there is no way to describe them. In those moments when it's too exhausting to even search for the words, when the circumstances are too complex to try to bring before counselors, men, and friends, we have this blessed hope and assurance that God already knows what lies within. We can run to him, fall at the feet of Jesus, find our peace, and draw strength for help in the time of need. It is because of what Jesus did, because of his suffering and sacrifices, that he has given us access to come boldly before the throne of grace. Oh, my friend, do not waste that precious gift. Do not try to bear the burdens alone. Do not become overwhelmed by the cares of this world. Run to the throne. Make your petitions known and cry out to the King. And remember this, my friend, that while he is our high priest and our advocate, that he is not untouched by the feelings of our infirmities. Because as the scripture tells us, he experienced everything, every heartbreak, every disappointment. Whatever you experience in this earth, he experienced it and worse. Therefore, does he have compassion? He understands. And there is nothing too grand or too small. He cares about it all. So rest in him. Ask him for strength, for deliverance, for wisdom, and watch his very countenance come in with deliverance. He doesn't think you weak, that you need it. He remembers our frame because he wants inhabited it. He knows that we are but dust. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.